Hello, yes, I saw a zoom in on the screen. Beautiful. Welcome, everyone. If you're listening in audio, welcome a little later. Welcome, everyone, to our very first Thursday gear up of the season here in Portugal. Welcome, Carlos. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having so, me. So, we're trying to make it more casual. Obviously, first one of the year, it's like, hello, how are you? But we're in Europe, first time in quite a long time. It's great to be back. We've got more MotoGP than ever to look forward to. First of all, for you being sort of the part of the sport that you are, how excited are you for the year ahead? Easy question first, because I know the answer is very, <laughs> but maybe a few more words. <laughs> uh, well, in fact, it is, you know, super excited to, to, to start this, this season. It's probably the most disruptive season that we've had uh, in history. And I, and I think that, that the sport welcomes it. Um, as you're saying, it's the first time we start in Europe in over 20 years. Um, which is great, you know, we we're just down there with, uh, for the photo shoot and for the, for the riders and there's just so much atmosphere in a European paddock, uh, so many like journalists are here, which probably wouldn't be maybe if, if we were in Qatar and uh, it looks like it's going to be a big sellout this weekend uh, here at Portugal, um, so, so really happy and as you were saying, um, you know, first, first of, 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 the, of the new format. So. It is the first of the new format. Now, where do we go next? I think we'll go for new format next, then we'll talk a little bit more about the calendar. Obviously, the MotoGP sprint, biggest thing. Arguably the biggest shake-up in the sport since we had different categories. Obviously, the dawn of the MotoGP era, before that, the changes of capacity, machinery. How, why, why is now the time, do you think, for the sport to do that? It seems like there's a great opportunity at the moment, and what is kind of adding the sprint going to do for the sport, and why, why is the time now? Well, yeah, I, I, I'd agree so. I think that it is definitely um, the, the biggest change, specifically in format of the weekend that, that we've had. Um, and I think that now it, it's the right time because that's when everybody has agreed it's the right time. And it's, a, um, you know, making, making changes like, like this is quite challenging. Um, and I was going to say, what goes into it? For anyone who thinks that you or someone else just sits down and goes, I think we should change this. And then everyone goes, okay, yes. You send it in a WhatsApp group and the job's done. What does it actually require? Because it's so many moving parts to the sport. Yeah, and you know, in, in Dorna, we're very proud of consensus and, and um, you know, uh, agreeing and convincing rather than imposing. And I think that's, that's been the case with Sprint. I think that, you know, um, it, takes, it took, uh, you know, some weeks, some, some definitely a lot of meetings with all the stakeholders, the, the FIM. Did anyone cry or was it all? No, it was all, it was all happy and no <laughs> tears. Um, and then, you know, we, th there was things that we changed and, and, and uh, you know, during that summer last year. And I think that, that we've come up with a, with, with a good consensus for all. We're not super proud, so if something doesn't work, we'll, 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 we won't mind changing it again. Um, and there's, a, you know, definitely MotoGP Sprint, 3 p.m. on Sundays is, the main course on Saturdays, on Saturdays sorry, 3 p.m. <laughs> on Saturdays is the main course of the meal, uh, of the change. But there's a lot more to, to what Dorn is doing, to what the teams are doing and the riders uh, to, to be able to both give more to the fans, which are at the heart of our product, but also to gain more fans, which is what, what we're about. Yeah, obviously, and with having more racing action, and it has its own identity as well. We've got a few changes with the podium for the sprint as well, and that kind of stuff. We've also got the rider parade on Sunday morning. Definitely for people at the track, that's going to be a really cool new thing. Um, being able to see the riders on Sunday morning going around and like actually see them in person, because obviously helmet down is very cool, but it's a different kind of experience than seeing their face. But is that kind of 
how do you find that balance between the stuff for the guys who come to the track and also the TV and the millions of people who watch at home? Because it's a good balance to find. Well, I, first off, I think that having um, something that is really cool live at, at the event itself um, is makes it just much cooler as well it's to true. watch live, you know, and, and to, for us to portray and for it to be perceived because it, it is like that, that we that Dorna cares about making our events and MotoGP cares about making the fans having the best experience possible is at the center of uh, Dorna's philosophy. And um, you know, you're speaking about uh, MotoGP events, and most of them, if not all, are destinations by itself. We're not we're not lucky enough to to be able uh, to to race at the center of capital cities. Um, so. All our fans, hundreds of thousands of fans, are making their way to our events, and the least we can do them for them is to, to, to engage with their, with their heroes. And that's, you know, of course, now with the double race, a sprint race, a sprint on on Saturday, and, and and the race on Sunday, but also the parade show, being able to to see, to hear, to touch the riders, um, it's it's a big big advantage. It's definitely cool, and obviously on the sporting side, which is your kind of main thing, uh, as well, it's quite a lot to think about as a rider. There's now, I think it's 777 points overall that are now available this season. Quite a few on Saturday. Obviously, the same 25 points for the win in the Grand Prix race on Sunday. That's pretty exciting as well, isn't it? Because that means there's so many moving parts throughout the year. As we kind of get, we're lucky enough here with such close competition, we often have deciders in the final round or penultimate round. That adds a whole new kind of cog to the system, doesn't it? Yeah, um, you know, we calculated it on purpose for it to be 777 because seven is the lucky so, number. So there's so. looking for the cynicism, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, it, was, it was quite a fun, funny uh, uh, you know, outcome to, to the number of points in play this season. But I, I think you know, sprint is, is, is not just another race. Uh, sprint is a, a different format. Uh, you know, great 20-minute lights off, you know, race as fast as you can. Uh, for, for 20 minutes and then it's, it's the checkered flag, so really easy to understand. It's meant as a hook for new fans to the sport itself and uh, a, a reminder that there's a race the next day. Um, we, we've worked hard also with our broadcasters and many of them will be aired um, in different territories, some of them. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some interesting stuff there as well. It's exciting for... And, and, and yeah, and some interesting mix uh, with, with the broadcasters in different countries, a lot of them showing the sprint race um, at some events on on free to air, uh, which is, is you know it's a great attraction. It's 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 great traction for new fans. It's a great hook for the race on Sunday. So you know re really happy. I think that we'll have. Um, I personally think that we won't have many repeated winners Saturday to you Sunday. Don't, okay, because we did ask all the riders, didn't we, throughout testing, did a little video, and I think a lot of people were either 50% or higher. They think it'd be the same winner. I agree with you. I, I, think, I think there'll be some Saturday heroes and some Sunday heroes. I think you know, going back to 2020, um, where we were racing uh, at the same at the yeah. same circuit and uh, consecutive weekends, and I think it was only one out of the seven that there were with the same winner, which was Fabio in Jerez, I think it was. And this is a totally different, you know, it's half the the the, the, the number of laps. Uh, you don't, you shouldn't, I guess, shouldn't be taking that much care of your tire. Um, or fuel or well there is a limitation on fuel but so I think 
you know, it's a different strategy, and you know, I think that the, the new guys on the block and the young ones are, are definitely going to want to make a name for themselves. It is an interesting one, and yeah, I guess it is different. I think one of the, I won't name them, one of the crew trees from a GP team uh, said, like, basically, that's when you get the best information anyway. So even for people who may be like, oh, I don't know, like, I like my traditional Grand Prix racing, even from that standpoint, the technical info they can gain from having more racing laps, when it's not just you, like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I was alone here and it was simply a time trial? Uh, there'll be people in your way. You'll learn a lot more about that. You'll see like, the track offline, see how the grip develops. There's a lot to learn for them as well. Yeah, and um, you know, the other thing new this year is that MotoGP is always on track after Moto2, um, which before was only on the race day. And now it's going to, you know, that, that sort of gives them more information. The track is going to be more consistent. And to your point, yeah, you, you know, I think um, there's teams and riders that need less information during Friday and Saturday to be fast and to be immediately, you know, competitive, and others that take a, a bit longer. And you don't know which way sprint is going to work on. You know, is it going to be better for the, for the riders that need less time because it's, you know, it's a smaller, shorter race, you need to be fast in qualifying? Or are those other riders going to have an advantage because they have that much more information from Saturday? Exactly. And then finally on this then, obviously it's at every single race weekend. So the change we've seen other sports, everyone knows who we're talking about, introduce it at a few events. But here it's like, no, all or nothing straight in. Do you think, obviously you said before that continuity is what was important. Do you think that's... Do you still think that's as important now? We're facing down 21 race weekends now, and we've got 21 sprints, but every single event offers that same incredible show in the format. I think that um, MotoGP and, and, and other motorsports, we have an incredible advantage to, you know, an, an, an incredible property, but also an advantage in, in having the ability to shape our calendar and to have all events count the same. There's no Grand Slam, and that you know, commercially for us is, is huge, but also for our fans. Um, and I think it was important for us to have the same format every week. And I think it's you know, it is. I agree. I a yeah. big a big part of it. Uh, people know that there's there's going to be Saturday and Sunday. You don't forget. Oh, there was a sprint this weekend. Um, so I, I I do think that it's the right way going forward. But of course, as I said, uh, you know, we're not we're not stubborn. Or we'll we'll react uh, uh, for positive change, and um, you know, I, I just hope that that we're off to, to a good start. That we have safe racing here on, on Saturday and Sunday, and then and then we'll we'll, make, we'll build some experience. We will indeed. So calendar chat then. Obviously, two big ones this year that we've announced are Kazakhstan and India. How's that looking at the moment? How are you excited as well with this new year we've got this year, obviously with starting in Europe, like we said, first time in a while, then we've got Argentina Americas, then our European stint, and then a really long kind of flyaways at the end of the year. How, how are you feeling about the season and what are thoughts on India and Kazakhstan now we're getting a bit closer to the events? Yeah, well, so first off on the calendar, um, you know, as, 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 as has been informed, uh, Qatar is going over extensive uh, uh, makeup deal uh, to the track. Which so. is exciting because it was already extremely nice. So yes. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what so are we going to go back to? The layout is going is to is, is staying the same, but you know the infrastructure is, is going to be, okay. um, as, as everybody can imagine, you know, top top notch, uh, great for for the spectators, the the guests, and then and the teams and riders as well. Um, so yeah, we needed to move that back to the to the later part of the calendar, and having Qatar there um, has made us shape everything. Um, as, as, as we've been communicating lately, you know, we, we're super interested in reducing our carbon footprint. Uh, so, and logistics is the biggest, 
definitely the biggest part of that. So we've, we've done it in a way that we had all the Eastern uh, uh, races together. Because um, it the kind of, of looks like if you now were like, okay, you're going to backpack through these countries, it's kind of the way you do it anyway. Yeah. So it really does make sense to it put is it together, doesn't it? Energetically and from a carbon footprint point of view, the most efficient way to, to go around uh, uh, the world for us. Um, and and you know, starting in Europe, as I said, was was a great um, you know was a great asset to the championship. I don't think it will be the, the, the same next year, and I you know probably Qatar. It looks like Qatar will be returning to to, to be the first event of the year. Uh, so that's you know uh, headlines out there. Um, <laughs> but. I've made sure we've been putting, because of works, so we've not been suggesting the opposite, but yeah. Because <laughs> I think there's, there's pros and cons to both, isn't there? Because obviously, in terms of the logistics, and also, anyone listening, you probably don't know all of the stuff that we do before you actually get the races. There's photo shoots, there's the new opening credits and everything that's out today. That's all been filmed here in Portimao before the event with the test, and then the Moto2, Moto3 test. It's useful, isn't it, when you can send everything in trucks down the road yeah. and then it's there. But there's also the beautiful night vibe of Qatar also adds its own kind of, I, I was like, cheese what's that in English? You'll be able to tell me, <laughs> yeah, speak spark. better than me, spark. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, there, there's pros and cons. Uh, you know, Qatar is an, an incredible place to open the season with it being our only night race in the, in the calendar. And, and we love being there. Um, uh, that, that, that's our target for next year. Um, but then, you know, we have to pay attention to, to logistics and how, um, you know, we make sure that, that our carbon footprint is, 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 as, is as low as possible. Um, and then, you know, as you were saying, two, two new events in the, in the calendar this year. It's, it's been a long time since we haven't had that. Um, and, you know, I think Kazakhstan will surprise every, everybody. Uh, Almaty is a, a, a great city. Um, and you know we're, we're excited for that uh, in July. Because you've been, haven't you? So I we're all been, like, tell us. I have been in Almaty. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very lively, good vibes. Um, so so yeah, Kazakhstan in July. It also you know makes sure that that our that we don't go off or out for for too long in the summer. And then India, of course, a huge potential for for all of us. You know to to grow our audience in the country with the biggest number of two wheels. Uh, in the world and providing the my perfect segue for the next topic there. Thank e you. Exactly. And and um, the biggest population from this year in the world also as it overtakes China. Really? Okay. Yes. So you heard that here first as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a bit of uh, geo uh, <laughs> economics. <knowledge> yes. <laughs> so so really happy um, for, for both of those. Uh, I think that um, the, the paddock you know, going back to the calendar, the paddock, of course, understands it, but but no, we also understand that it's hard, uh, humanly, on on the staff, um, not not only the teams, but of course, Dorna, uh, you know, those eight races in ten weeks, and uh, we, we we don't like to finish as late as we're doing this year, but it's the way that has been, and I'm sure that we're up for a you know an, an amazing end to the season, so. I'm really excited. I'm one of those people who likes it like switched off or switched on. So for me, triple header off, triple header off. I'm like, yes, that's perfect because it's just like that's for me. But yeah, it is definitely obviously a challenge and it is quite different to what we've seen before as well. It'll also be different for the riders. Going back to India then and your perfect segue you provided. Obviously this year there's a lot new in terms of the sprint on track. Next year we're starting to see sustainable fuels or certainly more sustainable fuels. 40% minimum. Talk us to about talk to us a little bit about that because that's another thing where it's not as simple as just saying like okay we're going to do this go 
obviously a big project to be able to centralize everyone, agree all of the terms, agree exactly what each fuel will comprise, who's going to be involved, factory agreement, obviously really key with that as well. Talk us through sustainable fuels and how that has kind of come together, because it's exciting, another step for the sport as well. Yeah, it's definitely been part of the agenda for a long time. And, uh, you know, in, in MotoGP, we're reactive to what happens uh, in the industry, but also proactive to be able to push, uh, you know, positive change. Um, and, you know, we, we spoke to, to the manufacturers all, all during 2021 and 2022 about which years those, those figures, 40% and 100% would be implemented on. And Sorry, I should add 100% 2027. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, it took, took some considerable debate. Of course, you have to think that every single manufacturer thinks about every rule change as a possibility of gaining or yeah, losing exactly. advantage. And they always think that everybody else is voting in their own advantage, you know, without thinking about the <laughs> yeah, championship or, exactly. the, or the greater good. So that's probably, you know, and, and it's into Dorna's position to sort of, you know, uh, achieve compromise. Um, and we, we would, of course, like for, for it to be as soon as possible. Uh, and 2024, it was reasonable. It's going to be across all classes. Um, it's going to not be one single uh, uh, fuel supplier. So we will have, I think it's uh, six different fuel suppliers in, in the paddock. Um, you know, also, for example, independent teams, some of them have their own fuel supplier. So, you know, really positive change. Really important for us that manufacturers, bike manufacturers, but uh, tire manufacturers, fuel manufacturers, leathers, helmets, all of them, they continue to use MotoGP as a testing, you know, yeah. laboratory, as a testing platform to develop products to make the world a better place. And sustainable fuel is one. Um, and for, for those of you listening, it's, it'll be a drop in fuel, which means that um, they'll be able to, to drop it in literally into the, the, the engines that we're using now, and they will work. There will be some small losses of, of, of power, which we welcome uh, in, in, in lines of safety. Uh, but the, the target is for that fuel carbon neutral to be available you know, on the streets of, of the world for those you know, billions of, of, of motorbikes uh, and, and millions in, in India alone uh, to be running on, on that technology. And that's, that's how MotoGP helps the world to make sure that you know, without losing safety, without you know, having to um, balance on performance, that what we do here helps. Uh, exactly. I think there was an incredible Carmelo quote from the uh, Moto E launch last week that was like, competitions basically made everything happen. And I think it's so true, though. So many steps forward in the last sort of, what, 100, 120 years of like powered transport properly. You can see such incredible steps forward from when things have had to find their limit because someone's racing it to win. Yes. It makes a big difference. And obviously here at MotoGP, that's true of, yeah, all those people, all the stakeholders, but also all the technology. And obviously we have Moto E, which becomes a world championship this year. That's kind of a parallel path of that sustainability and how we can improve that, obviously with the zero emissions from the actual bike. Um, but it is, I think it's great that there's both technologies now within this same paddock that are being developed, that drop in fuel and the electric mobility that have such different applications as well. Because like, it's fine for us going back to where we live. You could probably charge your electric bike. That's a little more challenging if you do live in Lombok and you're waiting for us to come for that race weekend. So those two technologies can really complement each other, can't they, and, and make that big difference. Yeah, like, like I said, you know, we're um, happy to provide platforms for manufacturers to develop their products on, being clear that 
we are in the sports entertainment industry, and that's what we care about to make our product as entertaining as possible. You can't come here and bore us, guys. Um, you just have to be excellent and entertaining. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, develop your product, but make it exciting. Um, uh, but ha having said that, you know, th clearly, I think that there's there's different paths for sustainability, and Southeast Asia is a huge market for us and for the world in general, and for our, for our manufacturers and brands. Um, with more and more racing there uh, in the past years. And like you were saying, um, there has to be a parallel solution for, for those vehicles. Um, and definitely sustainable fuels is the correct one. Cool. Well, there you go then. I don't know what else to ask you now. It's like that's all of our key topics for the sport. <laughs> I would put you on the spot and make you predict champions, but I'm sure then you'll immediately get an incredible amount of messages from everyone you didn't mention yelling at you. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't usually do that. <laughs> I know, right? It's just like stay away from that beautiful neutrality. But we have a few minutes left then. I think one of the other things that is an interesting thing for fans who kind of not don't know how it works, because I don't want it to anyone listening to think that I'm telling you you have no idea. That's not the vibe at all. But guys to get like a look behind the looking glass in terms of door now obviously the FAM do the rules Erta is like the teams association in the paddock one thing I think that having come from the riders briefing just earlier the safety commission that's a really important part of the sport Dawn is there Dawn is involved in a lot of different things but what is the role that we have in the paddock and what is your biggest goal then there's that's where I'll put you on the spot what's your biggest goal for the next five years that's, in well, 50 words or less. I just got married and, and I'm, I'm expecting, so... Okay, I wasn't going to bring that up. Yes, exactly. So, so work-wise... I hope that goes well, uh, but professionally-wise, um, uh, clearly the target for Dorna is to grow our global, global audience, uh, to continue to have uh, uh, an, an amazing, uh, the most entertaining motorsport that's out there. Um, and, you know, we, we, need, we need to... We need to clearly work on our on our storytelling to make um, you know make it available and make it known of how amazing those those guys are and, and, and what they do and you know the writers are you know incredible um, heroes uh, and that links to, to the safety commission it's it's definitely a, a huge that, what I was trying to get out which I didn't say I think there's more a collaborative effort behind the scenes than it seems yeah definitely. there's a lot of exchange isn't there and everyone kind of working together to cry and make that? Yeah, de definitely. Um, you know, the riders, uh, I, th I think and we feel that the riders uh, have, have, a, have a great voice in the championship and we, we listen to them a lot and have been before it was fashionable. Um, so we, we have been doing that for a long time. Um, so we're, we're very proud in that and there's a safety commission, but also, you know, the, the riders have an incredible relationship with, with us, with, with, with Carmelo and, and, and the rest of the staff at Dorna. And we're very happy about it. So, you know, we, of course, there's different points of view and, and we work on, on trying to make them as famous and as known as possible uh, to, to the billions of people around the world. Uh, but we also understand that they have a race to win on Sunday. And, and of course, it's, you know, it's a risky sport here. So, you know, there's a compromise to that. But I think the atmosphere in the MotoGP paddock is a great one. And I, I think everybody loves to be a part of it. I think it really is. I think also, strangely, it's got so much, not closer than it wasn't before, but especially having gone through COVID with so much of an extra challenge for the sport, which we overcame pretty incredibly. Like we said, Lays races at the same track, obviously masks, so many different protocols had to put in place to keep the show going. And I think everyone got even closer through that. 
uh, and it's I hope, really... I hope you don't mean physically, because that, that was not Of good. course, we, we were constantly <laughs> hugging and breaking every rule. No, um, um, but you know no, what I mean, every, it's really... Everybody did, did get that sort of team um, effort exactly. going on in, in MotoGP, and it was, well, we finished here, um, and... Yeah, actually, I keep forgetting that it was here. Yeah, it was the, like, oh, the yeah. only time that we haven't finished in Valencia. <laughs> um, and it was actually in this same room where we had the awards semi, you know, super low-key award ceremony <laughs> like, uh, for, for that stuff, COVID year. <laughs> uh, um, but, and things have definitely changed since, since then. But yeah, I th I th everybody grew closer. Everybody knew that it was a team effort by everybody having to comply with the rules and making a big effort and, you know, spending a lot of time away from home in, in, at the end of, of 2020. But we definitely all got closer. I kind of love it as well because it's like the competition is brutal as it should be but if there's something that's like not more serious because we race to win it's a serious business but you know what i mean if there's like a genuine issue or something everyone does pull together so much and i think it's really palpable yeah and i think it's it's great it's great that we all trust ourselves and trust the, the different parts um of, of the business that everybody's gonna you know perform and deliver their own their own part um and you know we just I know, we just hope we are uh, uh, up to the level of, of the great partners that we have. Well, we'll try our best. I'll stop there for anyone listening going, you know, you're so great. No, that wasn't the point. Uh, it's just that the atmosphere is genuinely great. It's such a treat to start in Europe, like you said as well. Pretty different, beautiful sunshine here in the Algarve. So, yeah, I yeah, think I that's think, pretty much... I think we've been pretty lucky, you know. Uh, I've been checking the, the weather for, for, know, for this yeah, weekend for about five months since we published the calendar because I was nervous about it. You know, last last year we were here at the end of April, so a month a month after where, when the weather should be much better and it was pretty bad last year here. Um, so I w we were pretty nervous, but you know, we have a, a, a predicted forecast of three days of sunshine uh, with over 20 degrees. So, you know, I think it's gonna be a, an amazing start to the new era. Um, with really the sunny wait. weather then, what would it take for you to jump in the pool next to the media center? With the sunny weather, just a, is, is, that, is, is that me against Fabio? You know, for the, <laughs> just for the what would it take to convince you that that was worth doing? Um, <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if we have a, a good a good start to the new format, uh, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind jumping <laughs> for, for a day. Okay, I'm not actually going to hold you to that, but that's surprisingly low price. <laughs> so, yeah, safe okay. safe weekend is always always does it. Safe weekend, cool. Well. Thank you for joining us, Carlos. Some good, yeah, we did get a question about India and Kazakhstan, which I just asked you as it came up. Um, so yeah, thanks to everyone so who's listened and no watched. No more questions, that was pretty easy. Yeah, it's, you know, I'll, I mean. You can have me again then. Cool, so yeah, the next 20 <laughs> then, yeah? Nobody's interested. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not true, but uh, yeah, thank you for coming. It's always good, I think, to get to know a little bit more behind the scenes and yeah just talk to someone who knows about these new changes and what's the thinking behind it how it's going to work all of that stuff so yeah thanks for thanks for coming thank you it's weird be, me being in the position where it's like thank you yeah you yeah, know you're going I can just leave. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah thanks a lot and thanks to everyone who's been watching as part of the gear up show and thank you to everyone who's listened we'll be back again and uh, now it's nearly time for the press conference and we will uh, head for those of us in portugal back to simon and jack <laughs>